I shouldn't say that out loud. Happy motherfucking Friday, bitches. I said it. I wanted to say it. I wasn't going to. I'm in such a good mood, though. TGIF. Thank God it's fucking Friday. It is October the 9th, 2020. I am Stephen Mielhausen, and you can see it now. Stephen Mielhausen, combat sports reporter from the zone, and the man to the right, the sexiest man in all the land, my man D.Y. Daryl Rivera. This is the Walkway to Fight Club, and D.Y., what's up, my man? I haven't seen you in a few days. How's it shaking, buddy? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. No more uh, baseball or softball seasons over. The basically hibernation period has started. It's time to drink, not get ready for any baseball. So pop a cold one, get Uh, ready for a podcast. Now, when you mean hibernation, does this mean like – you hide away like under your bed and or under the covers, or is this a thing where you just grow that awesome facial hair? I grow the awesome facial hair. I don't shave it until spring. Fat. Huh? And get fat? No. No? No, I actually have a goal of actually working out this, this winter. I need to shed a few pounds. You know what? I actually started doing that because the wife was like, hey, you – Kind of hurt my feelings in a way, but it was also like it lit a fire under me. She's like, I love you, but you kind of got to lose a few pounds. So I'm like, okay. So you know what, Daryl? I've already lost seven pounds in like 10 days. So we're getting there. Well, the fact that that I was winded after catching three innings, yeah, that kind of rang a bell. It's like, hey, you you need to get in shape, bud. Third just, inning, and I'm like, <sighs> it was one of those things. At least for me, it was where I just felt fat. I don't know why. Like I was looking at my face, and I was like, oh man. It's one of those things where you just like start not feeling good about yourself, type of thing. So I was like, eh, maybe we should kind of lose a couple pounds. So. I took the suggestion from my wife, and then they always say the better half knows the knows all the answers anyway. So I kind of went that way. So that is what I ended up doing. But softball season's over, baseball season's <laughs> over, so we're gonna get you more often. Yes, sir. That is great to hear. And the reason we are here so early is we are gonna be doing a watch along tonight for WWE's SmackDown Night One. As you can see in the, the scrolling ticker, which I usually usually have a little earlier on this, but I do apologize for that. That is my fault. But no, special night tonight. I and this was my errand. The intention, and I posted this, was to go on at 6 30. Cause they hyped the pre-show. I received an email. I can't find where this pre-show was at. It's not on Fox. It's not on Fox Sports One. Daryl, have you been able to see where this alleged this alleged draft is going to be at? Or I have no. not, but I can look it up. Let me see. Because it is nowhere. It is quite irritating. 
but we'll go through all the logistics here. It's going to be a crazy night. And the way they're they're doing this kind of kind of weird in a way. And well, and I got the rules right here. There's going to be over 60 male and female, 60 male female superstars and tag teams that have been placed into the 2020 WWE draft. And this is a press release that I did receive from WWE. More than 20 superstars are eligible to be drafted on Friday night, and more than 30 superstars are eligible to be drafted Monday night on Raw. You know when they sent that press release, Daryl Rivera? When do you think that when do you think WWE and their infinite wisdom sent this out? Yesterday at like 7 p.m. Oh, they sent it yesterday. They sent it a little earlier. They sent it at about like three Eastern. And I'm like, what are that's like, what are you doing? Why are we doing this? Why? No reason. We, did, we didn't on? know. We didn't know what the rules were. We didn't know what the layout was going to be. We're like planning for for a prediction show and stuff. And we're like, we don't even know. Like, what's going to happen? Who's going to get drafted? Where is this going to be a random thing? Which is what I wanted it to be, because those random drafts were awesome. Where like you had a guy from SmackDown versus a guy from Raw. Whoever won got a draft pick. Throw NXT in there. That's the way that you could have thrown NXT in there and actually make sense. But, again, like we said a lot of times in the pre-show, what do we know? Apparently, we know nothing. And this is like the disappointing part about this all is you should have been telling the rules. And we discussed this the other on Monday. We both, like, I watch Raw and... And I'm like beating my head into the wall. And it's like, what are we doing? Why are we not being ahead of this? Why aren't we being proactive instead of just sitting back and thinking, oh, it's the draft. People are just going to watch and we'll tell them during the show. I guarantee you they didn't know. Oh, I know they didn't know. I asked around today. And the one thing they do, and they do very well, they only tell the top-tier talent of, like, like a Roman, Drew, I would say probably like a Seth and an AJ. That's really going to be just about it at this stage of the game. So no Bailey or Sasha? I don't think so, to be perfectly honest with you. I hate saying that, but that's unfortunately the truth. So, I don't know why they get so they get so wonky about this stuff, and I don't really know why. I don't get it. It kind of is one of those things to where I think I like it more that way, though, just because it leaves that spontaneity of something big happening. Now, here are we have a list. Um, like Chris Jericho, I have a list of who is oh, so going to you, be. 
Go ahead. Before you give that list, uh, Matt Ward just answered a question as to where the pre-show is. It's on YouTube. We're live on YouTube. So screw you, WWE. Stay here. Also, he said, can we send Byron Saxon to NXT? So I want to – I appreciate Ward, that comment. I don't want to send Byron – Byron Saxon doesn't deserve NXT. You know what Byron Saxon deserves? 205 Live. Main event. Why? Because those shows are on the WWE Network, and then I don't have to see his ass. Fair. Sorry. Here's who's eligible tonight. Asuka. Sasha Banks. Bianca Belair. Dana Brooke. Humberto Carrillo. Elias. Angel Garza. Drew Gulak. Both members of Heavy Machinery. The Hurt Business. Bobby Lashley. Shelton Benjamin. Cedric Alexander. And MVP. Mickey James, all three members of Lucha House Party, that's Kalisto, Grand Metalik, and Lince Dorado, Drew McIntyre, Murphy, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, Naomi, all three members of the New Day. That is Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Let me, I grabbed the wrong piece of paper. Roman Reigns, your Universal Champion, Ricochet, Seth Rollins, Mandy Rose, the women's tag team champions, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, Shorty G, AJ Styles, and the challenger for the universal title inside Hell in a Cell, one Jey Uso. Now, out of those people who's getting drafted, well, it's almost a given with a couple of them. Like, it's almost a given that Sasha's going to Raw. Almost. You never know nowadays. Asuka's more than likely staying on Raw because she's the Raw freaking women's champion. Which blows my mind as to why champions are eligible in the draft. That shouldn't even be happening the way that it is. <laughs> but here's a couple things before, before I give my predictions. I don't understand if they're trying to push Big E as a single star. Isn't this a perfect time to split them up? Like, if you're going to do a draft, like, if you're going to do a New Day breakup without actually breaking them up, you're going to push Big E as a single star. Why not ship them to Raw and keep Kofi on SmackDown? Maybe they do that. Maybe they do something to where all three go, and then there's like some because you always know after the draft there's like a couple trades that end up going down. So which makes this draft pointless. <laughs> remember the company we are talking about. Just remember the company we are talking about. Now I already have a headache. <laughs> you have a headache. We haven't even started yet, man. It's freaking the show will start for four minutes. Predictions. I'm, I'm getting who's ready mentally. Who's going to right. who's who's getting drafted? You said Sasha Banks. Who else? Sasha Banks going to Raw. Oscar going staying at Raw. I'm saying Humberto Carrillo is going to SmackDown. Lucha House Party goes to Raw. Dominic Mysterio stays in Raw. Him and Ray are are combo teams, so they both stay on Raw. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, Murphy goes to SmackDown. Much as much as I hate that, it is what it is. Seth Rollins stays on Raw, and oh, and Bianca Belair goes to SmackDown. 
Okay. Now, I think Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre are going nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. No sense for them to go anywhere. No. I can see the New Day going to Raw. That's what I think is going to happen. AJ yeah. Styles is going to go to go to Raw. Sasha Banks is going to go to Raw. And I'm going to give a surprise. I think Seth Rollins is going to SmackDown. And I think Murphy's going to SmackDown as well. And I hope for his sake, Shorty G goes to Raw. I hope for his sake they finally change his name back. And I'm going with Heavy Machinery. And you want to know why I'm going with Heavy Machinery? Otis is going to cash in on Drew McIntyre. He's going to become the WWE champion. I, that's my prediction. I don't think Otis is going to finish. That is a spoiler. I don't think Otis ends up cashing in on anybody. I think he gets his money in the bank taken away. It's my prediction. I hate it. Isn't they really going to do that? Like, I could see them unfortunately doing that, and it's going to make me cry. The way that they have booked them, you have no other way to make them or to make this cash in a legitimate thing. You have no other way. You can give it to a heel, like a Miz, like a. You know, one of those like cowardly heels that would benefit from it. But I don't see Otis cashing in on either McIntyre or Roman. It sucks. He doesn't deserve that. But it's the honest truth. Did you listen to Jim Ross's podcast by any chance this week? No, I did not. Did a podcast about the Miz. And he said at first he was highly skeptical of when they booked him and John Cena for WrestleMania at WrestleMania 27 in Atlanta with the return of the rock. And he liked that. He really liked that match. I, on the other hand, thought that match was a pile of crap. That entire match got overshadowed by the rock. But so I watched that match and SmackDown's going to begin in one minute. So I'm watching the match. I watched it to just that match I watched this afternoon while I was working. And I'd be damned. That match actually told a good story. Which I was not expecting. And here is the open. I always love this then, now, and forever. Just because... I always enjoy seeing Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Steve Austin right in the same bump. To me, that's just badass. I can do without the rest. But just seeing those three together in that bump. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is from the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. It is the Thunderdome. Night one of the WWE draft. Look at all these LEDs. Look at all the fans being told you better fucking cheer or we are going to make sure we're going to boot you off this computer and we will pump in someone else who will cheer for us. Do you believe that bullshit? They tell people to cheer. 
I will admit, though, it is great to be Corey Graves because Carmella is hot as hell. And Michael Cole, you just suck. Yep. And I feel bad for Corey Graves because he's got a deal with Michael Cole and his stupidity. And then, yes, I said it out loud. And I don't really care. But there's the draft logo. Look at all those handsome superstars. Now, you know who they think of highly when you get put in the front. So you got Seth, Asuka, Drew, Roman, Sasha, and AJ. Those are your big freaking six. And the rest of you, you suck. You're just there. I just company. No, what were you going to say? I just said you're just grass. I just think that's what it means. The rest of you suck. Don't you? Don't you? Maybe I'm just being mean. I don't know. I don't think I am, though. I wonder if announcers, if we can get like Michael Cole to 205 Live. I would be okay with that. Michael Cole and Byron Dixon on 205 Live? Sign me up. I still remember the the year where they made uh, the draft exclusive. Like, you can't even draft the commentators. And they drafted Jim Ross from Raw to SmackDown and Michael Cole to Raw. And I'm like, this is an uneven trade. What the hell? And here is the lovely Stephanie McMahon looking. She's looking great as ever. Hey, nice to see Steph make an appearance and being in the venue, right. you know, now that they're in the Thunderdome, she can finally be like, Hey, I'm going to grace my, grace my presence here. Gee. Now I wish that blouse was a little lower. That would, that'd be dapper. To look that good at mid forties. God bless her. <laughs> I hope my wife looks that good. Drew Mac. Those are Okay, we already knew Drew McIntyre was going to Raw. Roman Reigns drafted. Okay, you, you ruined the fun after two minutes. Not even two minutes. Nope. What are they doing? What are they doing? This is a throw, like something that just basically got thrown together at the last minute, and they're like, screw it. Asuka. So you're, they're going to blow their wad here in the first five minutes. Seems about right. Why? And it looks like I'm still. Wow! <laughs> the Monday Night Messiah. Going to, going to SmackDown? Who called that one? I've done one thing right today. I talked to, to no one in WWE about who's going where. And I stayed away from all the all the websites. Because all these morons in the world say dirt sheets. Wow. The Hurt Business. Staying on Raw. But I love that move. Seth Rollins going to SmackDown. Roman Reigns is going to need challengers. Which means I'm taking this as Seth is eventually going to go back to being a baby. Do you take it as that, or do you take it a word? Maybe you could do like a tweener. And it was round one, ladies and gentlemen. Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion, drafted the Raw. Roman Reigns staying on SmackDown. Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, staying on Raw. The Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins, going to SmackDown. And there he is in all his glory. 
Judaism. Now I wonder when if when Becky Lynch comes back, does Becky Lynch go to SmackDown? That was it. That was going to be my question to you. And you know what? I wouldn't mind it. Let's see here. I got to admit, Seth's looking pretty, uh, looking pretty dapper. He's no longer part of Raw. Man, this is a big deal. I think, let's see. He goes, I'm thrilled to be going to SmackDown. It's a new path. A new path to carve. It is a little upsetting that I won't get to watch the Mysterio family implode. Luckily for me, I will never have to look at their disgusting faces again. Which I'm thinking it is the Mysterios are going to SmackDown. Yep. And this rivalry continue until Seth Rollins retires. Mysterio is 60 years old fighting with a cane. And what would be wrong with that? Ray Mysterio's 45 and kicking ass and taking names. So I don't have a this, major like problem with that. Apparently you the, do though. I do, just because this this rivalry is overplayed. They don't know what to do anymore. They just keep Here throwing stuff a, into the wind. A no count out. No disqualification match. Kicking things off. I wonder if did they change announcers or no. Here comes the new. Here comes Big E. It's going to be Big E and Sheamus. No count out. No DQ. False count anywhere match. Could this be the last time we see Big E on Friday Night SmackDown? But a lot of we will find a lot of stuff going on, and just want to get your thoughts on a couple little things. We'll start, and we'll start with the UFC while we're as we're sitting here watching Big E. Biggie's shaking his thing. Are you a fan of the dance or no? Yeah, it's who he is. That's that's what wrestling needs to be. Sometimes give them personality. Why not? That's Biggie's personality. He's always done this. He's fun to watch. Keep it going. Why change it? Now, the big news, Conor has accepted the UFC's offer to rematch Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier has accepted. But Conor McGregor accepts with the caveat, Daryl, of and here, look at Big E there. Here comes Big Sheamus. I miss him with Cesaro. The bar was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I was a big fan. I missed him. They were a good tactic. Oh, God, yeah. But the news, McGregor had a caveat to that accepting the offer is he wants the fight to happen by the end of the year. November 21st now needs a main event because the flyweight title fight between Devis and Figueredo and Cody Garbrandt is no longer happening due to Garbrandt suffering a torn bicep. Alex Perez is stepping in. That event needs a headliner. That's on November 21st. And then McGregor, it's either that December 12th or December 19th. December 12th also does not have a main event date. It is UFC 256. Gilbert Kamar, Gilbert Burns was supposed to challenge Kamara Usman for the welterweight title. Usman needed a little more time. So that fight will be happening in the early part of 2021. The UFC tried to make Francis Naganu and Stipe Miocic for the heavyweight title. Miocic wasn't ready yet. He, want, he needed a little more time to come off that brutal war with Cormier. 
So that's going to be in the beginning part of 2021 as well. And then the following week, December 19th, is a fight night. And so basically it's down to two. It's either going to be UFC 255 or UFC 256. We, that, that logistically and realistically, that fight could happen. The UFC originally offered that fight a couple weeks ago to both guys for UFC 257 on January the 23rd. McGregor told them, no, if I'm going to fight, I want to fight this year. I promised that to my fans. Do we see Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier too, Daryl? Because right now the UFC is contemplating the McGregor the McGregor offer, and they're negotiating a purse for the fight. Do we see Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, this year? Oh yeah, I think it's going to happen in two two fifty five. Why not? Why not have a 255? You're going from Khabib Gaethje in 254. If McGregor wins, they're probably going to pin him against the winner of that fight. Why not have it back-to-back? Both are going to do great buy rates. UFC's going to have a good good two main events, pay-per-view you know, cards that are going to sell a lot. Maybe even three in a row because Anadzaya did, what, 750,000 buys alone? That was amazing. Exactly. No one, got- was ex- no one was expecting that. And that's the kicker about that whole entire thing is no one was expecting a 700. I remember me and you talked about it, and we were like 350 to 450 would be, I thought would be kosher. And kind of that's where I thought they it, that number would end up being. When it comes out that it's from Yahoo Sports that it was 750, I almost peed my pants. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's amazing. Good thing there wasn't any boxing that night, right? That was Charlo Brothers. I know. I know. Showtime wasn't happy I brought that up either. I've had some great interaction with Showtime lately. It's okay. The 75,000 people that actually saw it probably pretty ticked with us too. 75 to 100,000. Let's give them a little credit. But (laughs) here's why why I agree with you. Because I think it's going to be then too. And it's going to lead into our next topic. Originally on November the 21st, Errol Spence was going to be facing Danny Garcia for Spence's WBC and IBF welterweight titles. It was announced earlier this week that that fight is getting moved to Saturday, December the 5th at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. If you don't know Arlington Stadium, that is the home of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I wrote an article. I put it up. I I was kind of cute with my tweet about it. Because earlier in the day yesterday... It was announced. It was either yesterday or Wednesday. These days kind of all blend together at this point. Look at Big E blasting good old Shamo with that kendo stick. Have you ever been hit with a kendo stick, Mister Rivera? No, I don't. I don't see a reason why I would be hit by a kendo stick. Kayla just didn't want to like hit you with a kendo stick for being you. I don't think or not, or not doing the dishes or doing the laundry. I don't think that. I don't doubt that there's been a time that she wanted to, but I don't think she ever had access to one. 
So no, now, I don't think. Now, I imagine Kayla is within hearing distance of this conversation, and in this, she's podcast. in the room. She's probably watching. I could, Kayla, if you need a kendo stick, Steve will hook you up. And if Daryl decides he doesn't want to do the laundry, do the dishes, make you a meal, as you rightfully deserve as the queen of the household, you let me know. I will get you a kendo stick. Can you get me a kendo stick so I can get that thing signed by the sandman? <laughs> I don't even know where this. If I knew where the sandman was these days, I would definitely hook you up. The last, the last sight of the sandman was in Wisconsin in an independent show. That was the last sighting. Was that for Dream Tommy Dreamer's promotion? No, it was just a, like a local. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but I saw it on Facebook. That's a long ago. No, um, he showed up know. and just wailed on people. Like I know. Was oh, I know. the Sandman's awesome. I just wish WWE would have paid for the Enter Sandman music for him to come out to. Sam, he would have been the most over guy in the company, and I don't think He's, that was probably. Yeah. It probably wasn't going to be the intention. But that fight got shifted to December 5th. Earlier that day, Golden Boy announced Ryan Garcia will fight. Him and Luke Campbell have a date. Oh, it's on December 5th on the zone. Location to be determined. Fantasy Springs Resort and Casino in, in uh, Indian Springs, California is the, le- the leader in the clubhouse. I got called salty yesterday. I got called some names. Oh, you're being salty, blah, blah, blah. The zones your employer. They sign your checks. Okay. First of all, that's a bunch of horseshit because I criticize the zone as much as anybody. And they sign my checks. That's the one thing I love about the zone. They, you, they're not a, you are allowed to speak your mind and have an opinion, and you don't have to worry about a repercussion. You don't. You don't at all. But the reason I did that, and I I think I said this to you. I remember I've had this conversation with a lot of people in boxing in the last two days. I and me and you have had this talk. I hate, don't get me wrong. I love Ariel Spence, Danny Garcia. Even though I think Ariel's gonna wipe him, I think it's a big fight. During this pandemic, we need big fights. You got to get people interested in boxing. Boxing to me is really falling off a bit, and the UFC is just taking charge. And that's you can be an MMA fan, you can be a boxing fan, or just a combat sports fan and use your common sense. The UFC is killing it. Killing it. They're they've been doing it the right way. And they're pu- they're putting on big fights, and I say, oh well, you know, the pay structure is different. And yes, the pay structure is different, and you guys will not be wrong on that. Now look at Sheamus and Piggy; they are wailing each other. Uh oh. Now you know nothing good happens here, Daryl, when they go backstage. Nope. Nothing good happens here. And I wonder how Sheamus is going to feel in the morning. His has he's oh look at those welts on Shamo. It is not good right now to be Sheamus. That's the one. I imagine that would be the disadvantage of having really pale skin. So you can see every single welt. Yeah. Good suplex on the body slam. 
But um, Seamus is like, I don't need this kind of stick. Where's my Guinness, laddie? But, ooh. <laughs> wow, did you see that, that welt? Uh oh. We're getting some eggs. Got some powder. I'm gonna bake some eggs. Are you are you a breakfast guy? You cook. Oh, that's a waste of eggs, man. Come on. Come on. Right? Man, I could have made like a ton of omelets. Could have made some pancakes. <laughs> we made so it's pretty early. It was eggs, turkey meat, and sweet potatoes, and made it into like a kind of like a like squares. Like put it into a pan, mixed it all together. Oh my god, dude, delicious! With tomatoes and mix it, put tomatoes in there. Some good healthy shit, and you're wasting all those eggs. Good lord! But. I don't even know where I was at. Oh. To me, when you're putting on all these big marquee fights on the same night, it just dilutes the significance. It hurts Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell. It hurts Errol Spence and Dating Garcia. Yes, they're going to have fans. They're going to have high around like the aim from what I've been told by people from Fox and PBC is between 20 and 25,000 people. Everyone kind of spread out and social distancing because of COVID. And, but my whole thing is you're hurting that fight. It's not like Ryan Garcia is a scrub. Ryan Garcia is one of the most popular fighters in the sport. He's got a bigger following, bigger following than Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. And then when you're going to tell fans, hey, we're going to charge you between $70 and $75, or because you're giving fans this option, you're either going to say, hey, pay $70 to pay about $75 to watch Errol Spence and Danny Garcia, or subscribe to the zone, pay $20 a month, or pay $100 for the year, where you're going to see. Anthony Joshua, Canelo Alvarez, Gennady Golovkin, Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, Julio Cesar Martinez, one of the best rising stars in the sport. And I can keep Katie Taylor. And we can keep going here. And Virgil Ortiz. Dillian White. To name another one. But it's like this whole thing of like, when you're leaving fans, you're making people choose. I don't like when combat sports does it in general. Cards are going to overlap. Shit. In all honesty, it happens. All they're on top of Big E back on top of the card. Is he going to go through Daryl the windshield once again? Of course. Somebody is. Whether it's him or Shaman, somebody's going through a windshield. Oh, here comes white noise. Lifts them up for the white noise. Oh, 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 oh my Atlanta. Good Lord. You cannot pay me enough to take that move. Nope. (laughs) Wow. He kicked out, Daryl. Seamus is like, how dare you? How dare you, Biggie? Kick out of my move. Ouch. 
it only hurts the sport. Like cards are going to overlap, but when you got marquee cards, you're putting big marquee cards on at the same time. It only hurts the sport. You could have left that on November the 21st. I looked at the schedule of the AT&T Stadium. The weekend before, they have PBR. So you couldn't have done it then. The Cowboys aren't home. The Cowboys don't go play back in that time frame. They don't play again at Cowboys Stadium until Thanksgiving Day against the Redskins. Now, I know it doesn't take five days Washington football. Take down everything from the boxing and construct it back to the football field. It doesn't take five days. So the fifth was open because that was scheduled to be the Big 12 championship game. The Big 12 championship game is not going to be till the following week at Cowboys Stadium. Ooh, try to stuff him in. Where was he going to take him? Have you ever been locked in a trunk? No. Would you ever want to be locked in the trunk? Hell no, I don't fit. Big E just fit in the trunk. How how Big E can fit in the trunk? I think you could. Don't get Fair enough. Fair enough. But I wouldn't. (laughs) The trunk. (laughs) Whoa. Well, that was a bad power bomb. I don't think that was the intention. I was hoping he would like power bomb him through the windshield. That would have been cool. Not a glass broke after a horrible hip toss onto the famous like header. Oh, he's but we got blood. We got blood on Fox. Wow, this is not going to be good. Are we getting well, the yeah, big with all those welts? Do it through the windshield. That would head through the windshield. Come on. Hey, I'll take it through the table though from the hood of the car. Yeah, might as well. And Big E is the winner. Yeah, big ending through the windshield. That would hurt Big E more than Shane's. I'm all about the violence, man. It was a fun match. That was really good. Big fan of ECW. Still watch it to this day. Look at the blood there, Daryl. Look at the blood. Good Lord. Good Lord. It's window. And use the push for Big E. 21 to 7. Louisville over Georgia Tech on ESPN. Let's do a little sports round up here. We got a lot of sports on night. Some college football. Got the NBA Yankees. Finals. The NBA Finals. The Yankees up 1 nothing over the Rays. Bottom of the fourth. That under sure is looking good, huh? <laughs> it sure is. That under is looking pretty good. Under is looking pretty good. I forgot we're giving away a pay-per-view match on free TV, because why not? Hey, didn't you know that's like the cool thing to do? Yeah. Like, I get Kevin Owens and The Fiend. That's fine. But Sasha Banks versus Bailey, the hottest angle in WWE right now. We're going to give you the blow the first match on free TV. And here comes Jay Uso, the number one contender for the W for the Universal Championship. And Roman Reigns spearing his ass out of his boots. But 
I just, it's always been my problem with boxing is sometimes bo- and boxing doesn't know how to get out of its own way when they do crap like this. And it, it just hurts the boxers. You know, PBC and Fox could have done a solid here. Put this fight on Fox. Put it on Fox. More people are going to watch it on Fox. You could have put it on earlier. Roman Reigns coming up next. You could have put this on Fox. Getting about five, six million viewers. Instead, you're going to put it on pay-per-view, charge people $75, and now you're going to be out of luck. Because now you're cutting into your pay-per-view audience. A global pandemic, you're making people charge $75. The rest of that card is crap. It's not good at all. And then you're counter-programming against one of the one of the rising stars in boxing. Why does boxing, Daryl, always get in its own way here? It's just it, it's one of those things where apparently competition, you know, it's it's the main thing to do. When when we're in a pandemic like we are now, when UFC is dominating buy rates like they did a couple weeks ago with USC 253 versus the Charlo brother night, which is the one that I referenced to, uh, oh, there wasn't any boxing on that night, right? They're not, they're hurting themselves because Errol Spence versus Danny Garcia is a fight to watch. Luke Campbell versus Ryan Garcia is a fight to watch. Why are you making combat sports fans choose between the two? Both of these fights can make good buy rates because Ryan Garcia is following alone is incredible. Errol Spence's following is pretty good. It's not good enough to overtake Ryan Garcia's following, and it's going to hurt them in the in the in the buy rates. You would think they would learn from their mistake on UFC 253 by charging fans 75 bucks to watch a pretty good card. Don't get me wrong, but on the same night that I could have spent ten dollars less and watch Adesanya or Adesanya beat the living hell out of Paula Costa. That's the Israel problem Adesanya. with boxing. Israel Adesanya is a bigger star. It, exactly. He's a bigger star. He's a bigger and, star, and that's stuff that hurts the boxing game. They get in their own way. They make fans choose, and they don't have a consistent, like, hey, we're going to have this, PBC has this, whatever. Make Give the, the boxing fans what they want. They want to watch fights? Don't make them choose. Just have them watch a fight every weekend. Plain simple. I will defend Showtime on this. The UFC actually changed their date to September the 26th. I, w- I wasn't a fan of that either. This okay, was before that's fine. UFC, this, was, this was before Showtime announced what the price point was going to be. Now, I was still is. mad at the fact that the UFC did do that. Because I don't want... I don't. UFC and boxing need as many eyes on their product as humanly possible. It's only going to help combat sports. I wasn't the biggest fan because now was that Charlo pay-per-view going to do well? No, it did right where we all thought it would. Not a second. And Showtime should be jumping up for joy. They got in BBC. It's a money loser. It sure is. They've told me it is. But now, getting to the point 
or this goes into McGregor and Poirier. I think Showtime got has an idea. Not Showtime. PBC and Fox have an idea that McGregor may be fighting on this date. And came to the realization of crap. If Conor McGregor is going to be fighting on this date, we better get the hell off. Because that pay-per-view would do about $150,000. So, I I think that was one one reason they did it, and I think the other reason was just to hurt the zone. And I'm, I'm not I'm not saying because that's my employer. I'm just speaking that because it is the godforsaken truth. And anyone, yeah. and I want if anyone wants to debate us on that, leave any questions or comments, everybody. If you are watching on via Facebook Live, it's simple, very simple. Leave a reaction to the video. Thumbs up, thumbs down, good, bad, or indifferent. Leave any questions or comments. Like and follow the Walkboy to Fight Club on Facebook. If you're watching it via YouTube, it's simple. Subscribe to the channel, The Walkway to Fight Club. Hit the subscribe button and click click that good old thumbs up for the video. And we have the new day celebrating Big E's big win. Man, Xavier looks like he can lose a couple pounds. Looks a little uh, heavy. Playing too many video games and eating too much candy. Something like that. Yeah. Look at Biggie's face. Torn. torn Achilles. He's going to be out for a while. So. Should be back somewhat soon. He doesn't still seem to be too excited. Is that me? Or am I really yeah. just looking too much into this? Here's the number one contender for the universal title. Like me some Jay Uso, though. I'm not gonna lie. Don't lie. But uh, what do you think? And what do you think about this? What does McGregor end up doing? You, you, you're sticking to the 21st of yeah, November. Sticking to the, yeah, sticking to the 21st. I think they do it. I the UFC needs as much good will as they possibly can. Yes. You're sacrificing a 15 to 20 million dollar gate. I get that. That's a lot of money. But if you're smart business people, like they are, you figure out a way to make sure you capitalize on that and capitalize on that opportunity. I got to admit, Jey Uso has really impressed me with his promos. Yeah. Uh oh. There's the there's the walrus. The advocate. You just really call him the walrus. What does he, he call himself again? The, the head of the tribal council. Head of the tribal. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. Over They're there. really running with that, and you know what? I dig it. Hell in a Cell. I can't believe they're running this match back. Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Hopefully it delivers. Gotta give Jay Uso more offense than he got at Clash of Champions, though. 
Who knows? Maybe they give him a chance to be creative with it. I, you wouldn't do. It. You wouldn't do a title switch yet, would you? No. I wouldn't take that belt off Roman until like Mania, even if that. Roman is the hottest act you have right now. Oh no, absolutely. You're not wrong on that one. You can't you can't take the belt off. Like I get it. Jay Uso's a great story, but at the same time. Do you really want to take off the belt of Roman, the, tri- the hottest act you got right now? Where's the tribal chief? That's why I want to see. I want to see the tribal chief. It's like idea. the little brother. It's like the big, it's like big brother picking on little brother. I always like that. Always, always like that. I always find like I take humor. I don't know. I got a couple of questions here. There's the tribal chief. GLCW in House of Hardcore event was the event Sandman was at. Okay. Yeah, House of Hardcore. Matt Ward, Seamus getting hit is like pouring ketchup on me. (laughs) I got to pump that out. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm not a mayo guy. Mayo makes the stomach feel a little queasy. You it depends one? on what. Depends on what. Like if it's like a sandwich, I'm fine with it. If it's like a burger, I'm okay. I'm good with that. What you just saw, you can believe that. I tried to help you. I tried to make your life better. All you had to do. Say the words. Acknowledge me as your chief. All you had to do was call him the tribal chief. So now for the first time inside Hell in a Cell, there will be an I quit match. Okay, okay. Okay. Didn't have to be like this. I just wanted to help you. Hmm. Interesting. I love you. Whoa! Dropping those three disastrous words. I think he means it though. I can feel it in his soul. Like watching him right now, Daryl. I feel it in his soul. He is my tribal chief. My tribal chief. But after you say I quit, there will be consequences. Everything they are doing with Roman Reigns nowadays is freaking fantastic. They're making it to perfection. He's great. And if it's Paul Heyman writing his stuff? Oh, yeah. If it's Paul, why don't you think Vince would realize? Well, no. Actually, never mind. I was going to say, don't you think he would realize that canning him from Raw was a bad idea? But no, I digress. Looks like we're getting more draft picks next. Stephanie McMahon with Adam Pierce. We get the Instagram ready. Uh Uh-oh. If you guys want to follow, 
on Instagram. What's our Instagram, Daryl? Our Instagram is the Walkway to Fight Club, all lower caps. Answer the spell right. below down here somewhere. Yeah. Follow along as I post the results for the draft. As timely as I possibly can. 14 Louisville over Georgia. <laughs> but man, he. Man, why couldn't he have done this with Roman Reigns five years ago? I think he could have been the biggest star in the business, hands down. You know what? It wouldn't have been an extra thought. I don't mind not the fact. Have been an extra damn thought. I don't mind the fact that it's happening now as opposed to five years ago. The reason being. I feel like you needed that heat as a baby face to make this heel turn even better. I am Everybody, Stephen Mulholland. Go, go Everybody came into when his since his return, everybody was asking, oh, we're going to get Roman Reigns, the baby face. He wins all the time, yada, yada, yada. Switch it. Now you got that shock factor. You knew what he was back then. This is an entirely different character, and I dig it. I think he needed that baby face burial that he got in order for this heel to be effective. I am Stephen Mielhausen, combat sports reporter at The Zone and Sporting News. Man to the right, drinking the Coors Light. The ro- it, were the Rocky Mountains blue tonight, sir? The Rocky Mountains are always blue in the river household, my man. Always. No, don't give me none of that lukewarm shit. I want it cold. I don't think I can ever drink. Have you ever drank a beer, Lukewarm? Yes. Sacco. I have too. It's not very good. It's not good at all. It's either I drink it or I wasted it and I'd rather drink it. I'd rather drink my piss than drink that. Round two is coming up. This is going to be interesting. Who is going? Who is going to go where? Roman Reigns staying on SmackDown, the Universal Champion. The WWE Champion Drew McIntyre staying on Monday Night Raw. The Raw Women's Champion Asuka staying on Raw, and the Monday Night Messiah Seth Rollins going to SmackDown. So now will Seth Rollins be called the Friday Night Messiah? I mean, you have to. Can't call him the Monday Night Messiah no more. But here's the thing. I think a character change is coming. I think it's going to happen. Because you have to. Who who are you going to feud Roman with after the program with Jey Uso? Maybe Big E? I think they would want to see Big E. I think they'd. Want to save that. And here comes the lovely Stephanie McMahon. Maybe Matt Riddle. Maybe. We're going to be talking about Matt Riddle a little bit here. We'll be talking about Mr. Riddle. He will be in tag action tonight with Jeff Hardy. Against, oh my God, I'm drawing a brain cramp on who they're facing. Who are they facing? Uh, I think 
think it was Baron Corbin and was it Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn? I believe so. I'm just losing my I'm just losing brain cells here. And here is the beautiful, the lovely Stephanie McMahon. Who seems to get more beautiful, which is amazing. Versus The Miz and Morrison. Okay, okay. I'm down for that. Get Michael Cole off my TV. Draft the Raw. A phenomenal AJ Styles, former two-time WWE champion, former three-time United States champion, and former Intercontinental Champion, now he will be able to watch his son play football on Friday nights. Wow, I'm surprised at this one. Sasha Banks staying on SmackDown. This is pretty damn stupid. Why do they always have to ruin everything? Why? Why is this match taking place? Instead, you got Naomi. No offense to Naomi. Two-time SmackDown Women's Champion. Hell of a talent. But why in the hell? And you called this one. Woo! Going to SmackDown. The EST of the WWE. Bianca Belair. Going to, man, leaving her husband. Montez Ford. Wow, they're splitting up couple. Split up Seth and Becky. Montez Ford and staying on Raw, your women's tag team champions, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Not a surprise. Why? Oh, my God. This company is so stupid. <laughs> Why is Sasha Banks staying on Raw on SmackDown? You're, gonna, you're giving away Bailey and Sasha Banks on free TV. For what? For viewers. On a night where there's NBA finals action, MLB playoff action, college football, why not try to draw as many viewers as possible? You're giving but, away a match. They should not be given away, Rivera. I agree. I 100% agree. I want to ram my head through the damn wall right now. WWE tends to do that. Doesn't make no sense. Okay, you're going to put AJ on Raw. You're going to give him, he'll challenge McIntyre. It's good for AJ. He's back going to be back in the title picture. But Sasha Banks staying on SmackDown, why? It doesn't make any sense. This company just doesn't make sense in general. We all know this. Here's the Miz and Morrison. Getting ready for Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy. Matt Riddle's always wanted a team with Jeff Hardy. Oh, that's so nice. Here comes Jeff Hardy. This is some, says something, though, that Matt Riddle's coming out last. Shows the confidence that they have in Matt. They didn't. Even though I know people are pretty upset with Riddle's position right now in the company, but 
I think that's a good sign when you're when you're coming out last. When you're coming out last, yeah. The shows in WWE speak that means you're the bigger attraction, and they see as the bigger star and, and all that nonsense. Look at Jeff Hardy in all his glory. You know, all of our stuff got mentioned this week on uh, podcast. Chris Jericho brought up on Busted Open about the, his anniversary, his twelve-year anniversary match with ladder match with Shawn Michaels. Brought up by on this day from Dy. I think he's watching. I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just. You know what? Here if there's if there's a guy that I want to see if he's watching or not, it's Chris Jericho. Man recognizes I was, talent. I think he was watching. Or he listened to the podcast, which can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music now. We are on. And all your favorite podcasting podcasts. That flowing long hair, a one Matthew Riddle. And we're going to talk about. <laughs> I love this entrance. <laughs> I laugh every time. My, my four-year-old, we were watching when Riddle faced Corbin, I think it was two weeks ago. And. My son went in his room, came down in his flip-flops, jumped in the air, kicked the flip-flops at my fight, and hit the ledge of my fireplace. It was awesome. Luckily, it did not hit my 65-inch TV. But it was funny because it, he did that. And I'm like, buddy, what? And he's like, well, Daddy, that guy did it on the TV. And I'm like, dude, got some good air on those flip-flops there. <laughs> and why are we going to a commercial? The match was 30 seconds, even 30 seconds. <sighs> now, during commercial breaks, we will take down our banners so you can see our names. But why, Daryl? Why do they do that to us? It, it's the age-old question of why, but at the same time, it's just – Let's lose momentum while the match is gaining it. Let's go to a commercial break. Because I do need to see a commercial for The Honest Thief, October 16th, in theaters. I do need to see that. Who are you? You know. Really? I don't need to see that. Why do I joke out? I don't think you were. That's just going to be on it. It's just another ripoff of Taken. Same thing. It's the same great movie. Content. Great movie. But they're burning it to the ground. Well, you expect any less. Liam Neeson likes to make a movie, an action movie every year, so might as well. I am. Are you a Liam Neeson fan? I am. Great actor. What'd you think of the Bears last night? Oh, big win by the Bears. Still, to this day, I I spent the entire game just pissed off. 
the entire game. Matt Nagy, I don't understand. I don't understand where he gets his plays. I don't understand when he decides to call these. I just don't I don't get it. He's supposed to be an offensive guru. An offensive guru of an offense that can't seem to find any momentum whatsoever. And when you do find it, let's slow down the tempo, let their defense catch a break, and go from there. Because that makes total sense. Even Nick Foles on national TV was yelling at him, why are we doing that? Let's keep moving, keep the ball going, shove it down their throats. But the Bears aren't capable of doing that because play calling is shit. I was two seconds away from grabbing this phone, which is pretty heavy and has an otter box. So the phone won't have any damage, but the TV will. I'm just throwing straight through it. Guess I got sick of it. And I said this to you before we came on. Is my biggest issue is the matter of they don't know what they're they score those two touchdowns. They're running the ball, they're throwing the they're throwing the ball, slinging it down the field, and then what do we get? We get crap. We get back, you have the momentum. You're up on going in a half. You get the you got the first possession coming in, coming out to begin the second half, and it's back to dinking and dunking and running the football, which was doing nothing. They should have lost the game. I put it on Facebook. If they inexplicably were down the field, could have scored, could have ran down the clock. Patriots only had two timeouts. Instead, what did the Bears do on second and nine? Throw the football for an incomplete, a hard throw. That could have, luckily, Allen Robinson's great, and he didn't drop the ball. It wasn't intercepted. But they got to that timeout, and they almost lost. Luckily, the defense saved their ass, and and we actually got a competent kicker. Look at Matthew Riddle. Now, we're going to talk about Matt Riddle here. Matt Riddle, WWE, Evolve. And Gabe Sapolsky are getting sued by Candy Cartwright. Now, this and this made the news last night, and we'll get into all the lawsuit details in a minute. I was it was halftime of the Bears game, and I was doing dishes, and the game was on Fox, so we just we just kept it on, and my wife's like. Man, WWE's on here, and I'm like, wait, what? And she's like, no, she's like, some WWE guy's getting sued, and Matt Riddle gets the pin. Now, if you thought WWE had no, no faith, and if they thought Matt Riddle was guilty as fuck. Wow! Wow! I forgot all about this guy, Lars Sullivan. Holy shit! Roided up as ever, Lars. I forgot that was. I forgot Lars Sullivan was a thing. No offense to him. Torn ACL. 
He had that whole thing in backstage with the racist tweets and everything. No, don't kill Riddle like this, please. No. No. A power slam the Riddle. Well, this is interesting. Well, just when you get some momentum for Riddle. It's always a good idea to just squash it right there. That's he's mainly pounding on Jeff Hardy here, so that's okay. Never mind. I spoke too soon. And there goes Matt Riddle. Poor Matt Riddle. Vince loves his big guys. Yep, you already know. You didn't think after all this trouble this guy got in. He, oh, there goes the mill. He's beating up everybody. Because there goes the Miz. The Miz is going to get beat up too. Miz, at least fucking sell that. Miz has got to sell that shit. God forbid. You're taking forearms. This is the one thing that bugs me about the Miz. You can't sell a goddamn fucking forearm. Did I Typical. am I pretending that happened or was that just me? Typical of a Cleveland Browns fan. Did, oh my god. Sell that shit, Ms. God. God damn. I hate being like that, but that nugs me when guys don't sell. Got big talent. This guy he hasn't been seen in like 50 years. And the Miz can't sell some freaking forearms. Power bow him through a table. Take him to the top with a Thunderdome and just drop him through like 10 tables. <laughs> Nia Jax's ass. <laughs> I finally got to watch. Go ahead. Nichols is one of them lost against Tom Brady. Matt Ward, that's a gangster gangster stat there, by the way. What are we going to say, Mr. Rivera? I was going to say, I finally got to see the powerbomb of Nia Jackson for uh, Lana yet again. It's. Oh, the Samoa Drop. Don't yeah, don't be don't be shocked if we uh if we see it again. And again. <laughs> and again. We let's might even see it tonight. Matt, let's get let's get to the Matt Riddle news. Candy Cartwright, real name Samantha Table. She's suing Matt Riddle, WWE evolving Gabe Sapolsky for ten million dollars per defendant in a sexual assault lawsuit. In a part the Lawsuit was filed at Circuit Court of Cook County in Chicago. At a press conference on Tuesday, Cartwright and attorney John Trazinski of Hale and Monaco discussed her side of the story that first emerged in mid-June during the Speaking Out movement. While working for Evolve in May 2018, Cartwright said she and Riddle were in a van with three other wrestlers. After the others had fallen asleep while traveling, Riddle overtly propositioned her for sex. She refused, but Riddle grabbed her throat and threatened her with, what if I just made you? She says she eventually gave him oral sex to get out of the situation. 
Trozinski said Thursday that incident was one of a multitude of in quotes a multitude of sexual assaults committed by Matt Rudolph against my client Candy Cartwright from 2017 through January 2020. In April 2017, it alleges Riddle raped Cartwright after an involved show in Brooklyn, New York, while in a parked vehicle, and that he bragged about it to Sapolsky and others. The suit says the Evolve co-founder, in quotes, tactically approved of this conduct, end quotes, and allowed it to happen, even encouraged. The suit said Cartwright had bookings with both WWE and Evolve on January 1st, 2020, but that she refused to perform sexual acts on Riddle and had her bookings canceled due to, in quotes, issues with the talent, end quotes. That was because Riddle allegedly told WWE and Evolve that because Cartwright wouldn't perform sexual acts on him, he didn't want her working for either group, and that both complained. At the press conference, Trzinski said he's going to send copies of the lawsuit to both the state's attorney's office and the Summit Illinois Police Department where the incident allegedly took place as he wants them to open an investigation. Riddle, who was called up to the main roster days after the allegation went public, denied them on two occasions. The second in the video, which he admitted to having an affair with Table, but never sexually assaulted her or abused her. When he first denied it, he said he and his lawyer were going to seek an injunction for cyberstalking, but it's unclear whether that happened. Neither Riddle or his attorney have made a statement. The WWE has said, and they, they sent me the statement because I did ask. I talked to them last night. Their PR said they have not been served with a lawsuit by Miss Table. However, if served, we will vigorously defend ourselves against it. Sapolsky told Fightful News to me. Also at the press conference, Rosinski said, WWE has painted a picture over the course of the years that female performers are to comply with certain rules. The WWE, since its inception, has hypersexualized female performers, and they've profited from male aggression against these female performers. In reading through the lawsuit, there are errors specifically that Riddle worked for WWE on prior to May 2018 when he didn't sign until that summer. There are also some questions regarding how WWE and Evolve's relationship is portrayed in the suit. Back to the draft. We'll go real quickly to the draft. Ricochet stays on Raw, and Jey Uso stays on SmackDown. The sex guy, oh my. She's so lovely. If you had a chance for one night with Mandy Rose, yay or nay? Nay, just because I know who's watching. Wow. Drafted the SmackDown. We called it, Daryl. We called it, Daryl. High five. High five. Boom. Ray and Dominic Mysterio going to SmackDown. And another tag team, The Miz and John Morrison going to Monday Night Raw. Round three, Ricochet going to Raw. The number one contender to the Universal title, Jey Uso staying on SmackDown. The goddess herself, Mandy Rose. Staying on Raw, Ray and Dominic Mysterio going to SmackDown, and Miz and Morrison going to Raw. Everyone, we got a lot of people jumping in and out. This means a lot. Greatly appreciated. This is the Walkway to Fight Club special live watch, watch along of SmackDown night one of the draft. To the left, I am Stephen Mielhausen, combat sports reporter at The Zone and Sporting News, and the man to the right, combat sports journalist, D.Y. The king of Puerto Rico, the man who will not, who would, who would 
who chose his girlfriend over Jennifer Lopez. He's a good man. He's a smart man. And who also said that Roman Reigns is a better wrestler than Asuka. I did not say that. Did not say that. I'm Steven Mielhausen. Here comes the boss kicking off the second hour. This is interesting. Kicking off the second hour, Daryl. Now, your biggest match, they're going to close this show with Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt. Wow. That's interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. I just don't understand why this match is taking place to begin with. I don't get it. This is a main event caliber match. My head hurts. Now, let's talk really quickly just about the Riddle situation. Because we do need, it does need to be discussed. And everything we read. Don't get me wrong. This is a very serious allegation. It's a very serious situation. There are a lot of holes in her side of the story. And there's a lot of holes in his side of the story. To me, it's that old saying, the truth lies somewhere in between. And it is delicate. You know, and she believes one thing. He says that he believes another thing. Hopefully. Oh, we lost you here. Here comes Bailey. Steve? Hope. does get resolved. Hopefully. Both sides, just everyone just kind of. All go. This all goes away. I'm here. You here? I'm here. I think I'm frozen, but I'm here. Are you here? I'm here. Hello. Hello. I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello. Man, look at Bailey. Or to play, she's mad. Man, I don't know what's going on here, guys. I, I apologize. Daryl has left. Thus, here is the SmackDown Women's Champion. 
Here, here is Bailey. Now, see, I would have went right at her here. This is a blood feud. Bing. Should have gone right at her. Beat her head. Bailey with a chair. That's some gangster stuff there. Why are you panning out? Don't show the stupid people in the LED board. Stuff always nugs me about W. W. E. Got. Always bothers me. Top of the sixth. 
All right. What I missed. One, one, Yankees. And, and... Yankees and the Rays. Game five. The winner will face the Houston Astros. Frozen in my game. Game one. Of the American League Championship Series. Look at things there. Go and be her ass. That's what they need. to do Man, this is one of those things where
What's up, you guys? I'm back. Man, some severe, severe technical issues. Greatly, greatly, greatly apologize for that. We, I did sound how we do things here. Do greatly apologize for, for that. A lot, lot going on when we were gone. We got new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. We, the New Day. Xavier Woods. Kofi Kingston. Then the shocker, Stephanie McMahon came out for the two day Kingston and Woods going to Raw. Big E staying on SmackDown. Wow. It is big news. Very big news. Um, but I do want to apologize as we were not on. And I had a major internet issue. We've had bad Wi Fi all day today from where I'm at. So I do apologize for that. We will try to, we will, Daryl's having internet issues, so we will, there's no Daryl, but I am Steven Milhausen of The Zone and Sporting News, so you guys will at least know who I am. So, man, there's just some major news. You could see, like, when Stephanie's making the announcement, and they're like, no, 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 and... Could just see like they legit wanted to cry. I wonder if they knew. That's kind of my thing. Did they know? And then they're going back to the Banks Bailey match. There was the DQ when Banks hit when Bailey hit Banks with the chair. <laughs> Excuse me. The Banks is like F you boom. She tried to put the chair around the head and did not get her comeuppance. That stunk. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, there's Sasha. Call him, call him Bailey a coward. I like her hair. Should have known you intentionally get yourself disqualified. I'm so done playing your games. You on hell. You got it. Me and you locked inside hell in a cell. Bailey, I'm going to break you. I'm going to end everything there is about you. Hey, I'm down. I'm down for the action. Let's go. I'd be down to seeing that again. Why not? Do it in. I don't like the first matches, first major, major match of the feud being inside the Hell in a Cell. Not the world's biggest fan of that idea, but but I get it. I get the whole, let's see. Oh, man, Facebook took out the feed. So we're only live right now on YouTube. Okay. That's cool. Had a Facebook issue. Let's see. Huh. 
And here comes the main event of the show. We got Bray Wyatt. Okay, we got The Fiend and facing Kevin Owens. Kind of early for this, don't you think? What do you guys think? I think this is a little bit early. But what the heck do I know? I'm just an I'm just a podcaster. I am just a podcaster. Let's see what we can do here. Let's see what we can do. On See. Trying to figure this out. There oh, he is. Hey. There he is. Hey, we got booted off. Our, we got booted off of Facebook. Oh no, I that was me. Hold on. I got it. I unboot you. He's there. I promise, guys. Man, this has been a a cluster crack. There he is. You there, Daryl? I am here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hi. Is this a. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear you. Internet, internet is a clusterfuck nowadays. You can't hear How are you? A little In, heated at the internet. We got kicked off of Facebook. We got kicked off of Facebook. Um, um, oh, you're not... Okay, I just gotta. Let's see. I'm uh, gonna have to do that. I don't want to do. Is it There we go. We're back. Are we live on Facebook again? Save We were, and there we go. Give it in a couple seconds here. It'll be back. But no, it, I don't know if you've seen what. Hey, we had a lot of news there. In like the last like few minutes, so what yeah. happened was we got new SmackDown Tag Team Champion. The new champs are no longer Nakamura and Cesaro. They are now the New Day: Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. That was an upset. Wasn't expecting that today. Big time upset. And then Stephanie McMahon came out and. Said Woods and Kingston are going to Raw and Big East staying on SmackDown. What do you think of the New Day being split up here? I like the fact that the New Day got split up. I don't like the fact that how they did it. I would have done it vice versa. You just crowned them the SmackDown champions. Why would you send them to Raw right away? 
Doesn't make sense. I would have sent Big E to Raw and the New Day to SmackDown and kept New Day in SmackDown. But I think this means one thing. Red Solo Cups are going to go to SmackDown. Red Solo Cup. Da-da. Red Solo Cup. Do you think I don't so? Red Solo Cup. How do you not have Red Solo Cups? I, I have no use for them, considering it's just me and Kayla living here. So, you can just drink out of Red Solo Cups. What's wrong with you? We have we have cups for a reason. Why waste money on red solo cups? You're a smarter guy than it, Rivera. You do know this. You're a smart guy. At least I thought you were. I guess I was wrong. I'm a genius and you know it. No, you're really. I like the move because what that means is. We're going to get – everyone's been wanting this biggie singles push. We're going to get it now. Full bore. And you know what? We should be embracing this, everybody. Should be embracing it instead of being mad about it. I'm not mad about it. This is great. Think about it. Think about it. Because now, man, everyone's wondering where we're at. We are back, everybody. We did have technical issues. We are big, bag, back, back, better, stronger than ever. Been having internet issues all day. It seems like you've been having some issues as well. So, but Xfinity is not. I think this is all. This is good, not good that we had Wi-Fi. Good in the fact that Big E now is going to get the push that everyone wants him to have. Yes, we all love the New Day. We all love all three of them. The season premiere of SmackDown next week. Oh, a banger, Daryl. We may have to do another watch along next week. The universal title on the line. Braun Strowman getting his rematch. As he'll be challenging the head of the head of the tribal the tribal chief. The WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns. The farewell to the New Day. They'll be in six-man tag team action against the bar. The bar is back. The bar is back together. Sheamus, Cesaro, and Nakamura. The season premiere of SmackDown next week. You know, I'm on board with that Universal title match. How about you? I am too, but again, this is something that I want to see Roman Reigns win in a convincing fashion. What does that mean? I want to see them beat the living shit out of Braun Strowman. Establish the head of the table. This is where I have a problem with this match happening. And hear me out on this. We already have a WWE Universal title match for Hell in a Cell. Point of the match now. Mm-hmm. I Who cares about it? I already know the result. 
We know what's happening at Hell in the Cell. We're getting Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. So what is the point now, Daryl, of that match now? Because it's the season premiere of SmackDown? Trying to get views. Yippee-o, Kaye, let's go again. People aren't that fucking stupid, Rivera. There are a lot of idiot pro wrestling fans in the world. There definitely are. And they watch this podcast. So I th- we thank you. But I think this is a that's a bad idea. It is. It's Kevin Owens going right at Bray Wyatt. I love this. The fiend the, Bray Wyatt. The fact that you have and this probably means one of two things. One, Strowman's going to Raw. Almost basically guaranteed. Yeah. And two, they're just doing it to give him his rematch clause and just to get viewers for SmackDown. That's it. It's the only reason. It's the only reason, but it's a horrible idea. Yeah. We already know the result. Then what's the point of the match? Beyond viewer, okay, you're going to get some. How many more? How many more viewers are you going to get with Braun Strowman? Are you. Hook should be title defense. Roman Reigns is defending the universal title. Could at least made it against someone more credible. Braun Strowman has like no credibility. Nope. After losing it, and the you way called that he did. it, with, and you called it with the under of this baseball game. Look at you, make money. Also, he can go. I got no idea. Let's see. I can tell you right now. Just commercial. Back to SmackDown, but. And it's just a bad idea. This is bad. I'd have rather seen go with like Kevin Owens. Because we know Kevin Owens is here. Anyway, it took these it took them an hour and forty-eight minutes. And we finally got a tracker for the draft. Where was that earlier? <laughs> The little things, Rivera. And we've Again. discussed it. The little things. Again, this this show was thrown together last minute. They had no idea what they were doing. Uh, but like they they had no idea what they were gonna do. Until what? Yesterday when they made the official announcement. I don't even know because I haven't asked. I'm going up there just because I got a press release yesterday afternoon saying, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, you're telling me now? You're telling me now on Thursday. Did you break and your this mic is how again? Mad I, I dropped my microphone because of how mad I am. I'm mad because it's so stupid. If me and you know this, and I'm not even going to insult our intelligence because we're smart guys. Our fans, the wrestling fans are pretty smart when it comes to stuff like this. But it's like, what are you doing? There's no rhyme. There is no reason. And they handle have- things where you like want to bang your head against the wall and just makes you makes me want to cry. Not gonna lie. 
It's so sad. Because something that should be common sense is insulting. How do you not have a tracker? Watch any draft. And NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, they all even MLS, they have tickers. They have tickers. I just get amped. I don't know what I'm getting. Maybe I'm everyone's like, oh, why well, are you getting so amped up? I'm getting amped up because I hate stupidity. And what do we always say, Daryl? The little things. It's the little it's things. It's the little Exactly. Remind the people one more time, Daryl. What about the little things? It's the little things that matter in this industry. And they don't ever do that. And I don't know why. This whole draft could have been, you didn't have to make it a full reset. You didn't have to make it the way that you're making it now. WWE draft, you had the formula. You had it in 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10. It worked. It was something that draw, like it, it drew viewers because it was random. You never knew what was going to happen. You had a win. You had the little, like, you know, every superstar available that was dun, 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 dun. Close the gate, open it. This is the guy that's coming to Raw. That's awesome stuff. That's a graphic. That's a something that I used to look forward to as a kid because I'm like, oh, who's going to go where? That way, not only do you get the element of surprise for both brands, but you can also include NXT. You can have the NXT call-ups because that's what they quote-unquote call-ups you can send people to nxt people that need it like a Shayna baszler like a random superstar that's treading water in the in the mid card you could have sent them to nxt they could have made this whole thing a lot better than it is but what did they do they chose the route What's the most complicated way we can make this that doesn't make sense? Let's, let's pull the whole thing up and make it a real draft. There's no GM for Raw or SmackDown. The fact that it's Stephanie McMahon basically saying what the picks are. We don't see mm-hmm. anybody picking. That doesn't make sense. No. When you have a match, and we've had a lot of like – for example, The Fiend versus Kevin Owens. This could have been a match for a draft pick. It's an interpromotional match. Kevin Owens is on Raw. Make it worth something. Hey, it's a pick. Boom. There it is. Done. Who's it going to be? This is where you announce one of the big ones. Like if Braun Strowman's going to Raw. If AJ Styles is going to Raw. That's a big deal. Seth Rollins coming to SmackDown. Those are big deals. You make it a bigger deal by announcing it at the end of the show, not at the beginning of the show. See, but again, what do I know? We're the ones that should already know that. And you were asking me earlier about uh, Lakers and the Heat. The Heat are up 11. And a surprise to me. Let's, let's fucking go. I thought you were a Lakers fan. I'm not a Lakers fan. I hate the Lakers. Really? I'm a Bulls fan, man. 
I want them to win for Kobe. Same. But I want and the I Heat to win tonight really... so I can win some money. Well, I understand the financial aspect of it, but a little bit of sloppiness here. Hold on. I just saw a comment here that I have I have to I have to touch on this one. Kevin Palmer. You could have the anonymous GM announce the draft picks. The last thing I want to hear is Michael Cole even more than we are we're already getting. <laughs> KP. Let's get that, that was up. like that KP. was the la- That was the one thing I dreaded most about Michael Cole. That may I have your attention? I've received an anonymous message from an email. Raw general. From the anonymous Toronto. How do you not like that? I hated that. I hated every minute of it. That was me in high school. Like I hated that entire thing. And I know he was oh, kidding. Was- he, like he, he's saying now that he's kidding. Of course I know you were kidding. It was it was funny. But, it was but funny. I'm saying what I'm saying is that's the last thing I need. And that was another angle that you could have done so much with. But they ended up I liked the raw GM gimmick. It was fun. You, you could have had you could have done well with that too. That's another missed opportunity out of the millions that the WWE has had. What did they do? They ran it with Hornswoggle. What do you do when an angle's dying? Throw it at Hornswoggle. Because that's what they do. They did it with DX, the second run. They did it with the anonymous Roger manager. Vince is illegitimate, illegitimate uh, however you say that word, son. Who was it? Bastard Hornswoggle. And what did they do when it didn't work out? That's Finley's kid. That's a cop out. What do I watch this show? There's Kevin Owens. In a stunner! And now Mandible Claw is still in there. Wow. With the mandible claw in there. I'd be damned. And the matches. Your winner. The Fiend. Bray Wyatt. And who's gonna be their draft pick? Oh, we don't we don't care because the draft is over. I know. (laughs) To me it's now like, okay, you had Kevin Owens come over. And he got killed. He got four minutes. What do you do for four minutes? He beat the living tar out of Kevin Owens. Yep. I thought Owens would have got more offense than he did. Huh. Okay, no. Screen is black. The screen is black. This is interesting. Wow. Him and Alexa Bliss. It is official. Okay. I'm on board with this. Okay. Okay. I'm going to critique this just a bit. Just a bit. For the sole reason. This can work. This can work. But we know who's writing this shit. Why does every unstoppable monster always end up in an angle going for the girl? Every time. 
every time it happened to Kane, it happened. I don't remember who else it happened to, but it always happens. It's kind of like the go-to script for WWE. Make an indestructible monster. Don't have anything to do with him. Put him in the love angle. But at this, Kane's your only. Kane's your only one. That that. Kane and Tori, Kane and Lita. I'll come back to you on Monday with this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a list. You can't say that, and then kind of back off. I'm not backing off. I'm staying on my point. I'm just saying, I'm gonna bring proof on Monday. Better bring something. Better bring something. That's all I'm gonna say. I will bring it. I will bring it. Because right now uh, you're. What did you think of the show? You know what? It was about what I expected. It's exactly what I expected. There are really no surprises. You Rollins. Rollins going over was a surprise. Then he kind of gave, then he gave it away about the Mysterio. So then that kind of ruined it for me a little bit. But it, I thought that was the, those were the really the big moves. The New Day breaking up with Woods and Kingston going to Raw and Big E staying at. Those were really like big, like getting what we saw out of Banks and Bailey was expected. We weren't. We all knew we weren't going to get a finish. I think that was. Pretty blatantly clear. Yeah. As um, soon as Sasha got drafted to SmackDown, yeah. Oh, that's a bad call. All you did is pushed him. I hate watching football because I got the. Um, watching the football game. I hate. It's like the quarterback, you might as well put the quarterback in a bubble. <laughs> Quarterbacks are never allowed to be touched. It's like, what is this like big thing that we we feel this giant need that we always got to protect the quarterback? What about the linemen? The linemen are just as important. The running back is just as important. The tight end, the wide receivers. I 100% I agree. Find it. And it's, it's it was like tough. that personal foul in the bear. It was like yeah. that personal foul in the bear team last night. That, what's his on um, Shaq Barrett? That wasn't a personal foul. That was just no. a good hit and a personal foul. And I'm a Bears fan. That was some horse shit. Yep. It's just never a fan of that. It's never. it's hard, especially for a lineman, just because the line. <laughs> You're asking a 350-pound human being that's going full speed at this guy to, I don't know, or just veer to the right or veer to the left to avoid hitting him hard so you avoid a penalty. That's just asking for him to get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's almost impossible to do. It's just so annoying. Just like take uh, – like at least for me – it takes the joy sometimes out of watching football. It's like football's not the way like when I first started watching it and really started remembering where you were just allowed to hit these guys, man. I get concussions. You want to protect these players to a bit, but it's like like the quarterback's like the holy grail. He, you know, he's like the pope. Just the quarterback. 
every yeah, I know the quarterback's an important position. It's a few most important position. Blah 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 blah. But every player does have an equal six, at least to me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just being a little sensitive. Maybe, but but back to the draft. I just like looked up and it really bothered me. But it was about what I thought. You know, I didn't really. I'm pretty irritated about the ticker. Um, Stephanie McMahon. I agree with you about Stephanie McMahon. I'm like, I would have rather seen like switch it up with like Adam Pierce, have Adam Pierce and like Stephanie McMahon, or or have like some of the legends. This is what you can use these legends for. Like, I like how the NFL does it. Like, sometimes they have the legends come out and they do like like Steelers. They would do use like Lynn Swan and. Guys of that nature. You know, the Bears, I know like in the past, the Bears used like Jared Payton for Walter Payton and, you know, like, or Mike they use Singletary. Olin Krutz. Olin Krutz. I'd rather see stuff like that. That's just me. I don't know. Yeah. That makes it better because it, it gives you a surprise. That's what, whenever a show is predictable, that's when it's not good. Predictable is not always bad. But when it comes to a draft where you can tell the picks when you already know how it's going to happen, that's just like, all right, meh, it's kind of bland. Like, the matches are good. The New Day angle was good. Seth Rollins going to SmackDown is good, but that's just results. The way they delivered it was meh. It was bland. It just happened. It's like we're a thing. It's, I, like, I agree with you. Like, when they first started doing these drafts, that's how it should have been done. Like you said, having matches for picks or – like I like when they first started doing it, and Jacino was the first pick. They did it on the Raw. Chris Jericho's talk show. Yeah. On Raw, it was like it was hyped. He was going to be announcing the first pick of the draft, and it was John Cena. It's like doing things like that, being have some spontaneity instead of just always being. It's basically the same thing as last year, and it's like okay, yawn. Exactly. The hype it's a draft, people are gonna watch, get it, and you know, it's a ratings grab and and things of that nature. But it's like it could have been done, you could do it a lot better. At least we did not get the Fox robot this year. Oh god. Well, that's a win. That's a massive win. I'll I think the one there. But it's it's like you know, we that's keep a- you look at past drafts, you look at the draft picks and the the pop that you got from the fans. When Triple H got drafted to SmackDown, that was huge. Oh, my gosh. Huge. I know he wasn't, I know he wasn't happy about it. <laughs> he went back to Raw, I think, in like a week. He, he was pretty he was pretty pissed about that one. That I do know. I think, we're thinking, I think we're thinking about two different ones. I think you're thinking about the first time. I'm thinking about the second time when I think it was Champ. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. The first time, yeah, he was legit ticked off. Yeah. I don't know why. Because he doesn't want to work Tuesdays. Paul Heyman said it at one night stand in 2005. So JBL got a title run. <laughs> oh, John Bridge, I'll leave you. One of, the best, one of the best mic drops insults that I've ever heard. Paul Heyman ran them bitches down. <laughs> Anytime anyone can run down JBL, I am more than down for the cause for. 
I'm sorry. I am. He doesn't. He's not my cup of tea. I think he's a jag bag. Always has and always will be. Always has and always will be. Look at the man, the Lakers are playing awful basketball here. Uh-oh, no. Um, I said head for down five. LeBron's going to – an and one for LeBron James. Uh-oh. He's got that tongue sticking out, Daryl. I think it's time, LeBron. I think it's go time. But, you know, I just sit and I look at all these things they can do better. And I don't – and I hate sandbagging them, but they make it so damn easy. This draft could have been done so many cool different ways. And they use the same archaic formula. If you want to know why their ratings are down, ladies and gentlemen, this is why. We're not making this any more difficult than it needs to be. We're not. We're trying really hard to, you know, be nice. We want to be. There were some good things about the show. We named them. But it's just like, I think people are just tired of their intelligence getting insulted. It's the biggest thing. People are tired of that crap. People are tired of seeing it. And you wonder why your ratings are down. You wonder why you're getting your butt kicked. What do you think? And I heard this, I forgot what I was, it was an interview with Chris Jericho the other day on Busted Open. And I thought about it, and I should have texted this part to you because I've really been thinking about it. If NXT wasn't on Wednesday nights, how close do you think Dynamite's ratings would be to Raw? Hmm. I think it'd be pretty, pretty close. Without NXT, that's just... Anybody that's watching NXT, they're watching it because obviously they're fans of the product because they're fans of NXT. You could even put AW Dynamite on Raw, and I still think they would give them a run for their money. Just because NXT is the best product WWE has. If you take them out of the equation, you put them on Dynamite only, just Dynamite on Wednesday, they would do... Well over 1.2, 1.3 easily. They got their, in my opinion, they got the better product compared to Raw. I think so too. Their booking is a lot better. Everything is not predictable like oh, Raw yeah. is. It's just one of those things that like, and I'm not sitting here like being trying to be a fanboy for... I'm not trying to be a fanboy for AEW. I'm just trying to say the fat, the obvious. AEW right now is the better product. Bar none. No, you're just being honest. Yeah. I'm not being biased because I'm a journalist. I'm, like, being I'm not being biased. Exactly. I'm being honest. I'm giving my honest opinion. It's the better, it's the better product. You're More quality honest, matches. It's- it is what it is. And don't get me wrong. I don't like being like that. I don't. 
But it's the truth. If you sit and look, it is. It's the better show. It's the better product. More people are talking about AEW than they are WWE. But that's WWE's fault. Not AEW's just doing their stuff and using common sense. You're giving away. Like, I people say, oh, well, they're giving away Archer and Moxley. But you got to sit and you got you, you to think. Is Moxley Archer a pay per view main event? No. Like, if you're booking full gear, would you headline up Moxley and Archer? No. And, and, and that's not knocking Lance Archer. I think Lance Archer is a hell of a talent. He's been doing the last two years in New Japan and then here in the States. I think it's been pretty remarkable. And, I, that's, a, and that's a testament to Lance But the point is, it's not a pay-per-view main event. I don't know what they're going to do for their pay-per-view main event for full gear. Don't know, and that's a good. I thing. think we'll have a good idea at the end of Dynamite this week, because then you're three weeks away from my pay per view, and you need to have a main event. But oh, I think the ratings for and that's a good thing because I don't think Archer's winning the title. That just doesn't. I think there's a time and place. You can do a title change on on a world title change on Dynamite. I think I'm not saying you got to do it every year, but if you do it every eighteen months, you do a world title change on live TV. I think that's good. It gives the people a reason to watch. But putting Reigns and Strowman on when I we know the result already is pretty stupid. I think that's just not knowing your audience. If you, if we're really going to be honest, other, we're going to be honest with you about it. Maybe I'm totally off and being a dick. I don't think I am. But like you, you can, said, I, you're just being honest. In the case, though, that you're putting Reigns and Strowman on free TV. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a cool match. Yeah, we, we man, I get it. It's it is a big match, but you're giving it away for free, and you're giving it away. If they go ahead. If they hadn't given, if they hadn't announced USO and Reigns for Hell in a Cell, okay. Now there's some intrigue, but the intrigue's gone now. Why should I watch next week? For the New Day Farewell. What's the reason to watch next week, Daryl? The New Day Farewell match is something to watch. That's about it. Daryl doesn't have 
I don't think, and that's my point. There's no reason to watch. What reason do you have, Daryl? I think we have some sort of delay. Beyond saying, yes, this is, yes, it's my job. Yeah. Stevie, can you hear me? I don't either. I guess the new day. Farewell. Okay, they're gonna have their farewell match. Okay. Okay. I. Yeah, we roll with it, man. We roll with it. But okay, I can. You know what? You just convinced me. The farewell of one iconic faction. In pro wrestling. Okay. Now you got me hooked. I can hear you. Loud and clear. It's a massive delay. Just Loud and clear, sir. But no, you're, you're right, though. I hate admitting that. It's like my wife. I hate admitting when Daryl's right. <laughs> it's not fun. But not. There is a big delay. That's okay. He has delays daily. So it's okay. It's okay. It's not a big deal. But no, next week I get okay. If we're gonna watch, okay, you can hype the new day. I, I'd be I'm a little sad about that. That's a great iconic group, iconic tag team. Don't even tell me. Just go keep going. Just keep going. Roll with the punches, as they say. But (laughs) what are you – if I'm more inclined, and we're talking about next week. This is what we know for next week. It's night two of the draft on Raw. They've announced no matches, but we know there's a Raw and there's a night two of the draft. We also know – and there goes Daryl. Uh-oh. We're back to me. We know there's a draft. Wednesday night, we know that there's the anniversary show. We have John Moxley and Lance Archer for the AEW World. We have FTR against Best Friends for the tag titles. We know that. Rushida is facing Big Swole for the AEW women's title. I don't know what's going on NXT. But then I do know that SmackDown has Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman for the universal title. You're getting the farewell of the New Day. Okay. And right now, I'm more inclined to watch AEW next week. To watch it all because, yeah, kind of hang that's going on next. You weren't doing this, you know, you're just, you're living a full-time job. And you're just watching wrestling for shits and giggles. What would you be more inclined to watch next week? Raw? Dynamite? 
NXT or SmackDown? One being the highest and then going down after in terms of importance. I ask me. Dynamite. NXT, SmackDown, Raw. Man, it's taking him a while to about this. This is a big decision. I, I know I would right. be raw. Kidding. <laughs> be dynamite. Just because it's night two of the draft, I'll say raw. SmackDown and then NXT. Yes, I'm asking you. <laughs> There is such a massive wow! You're putting all at the bottom. Why? The reason why I'm putting Raw at the bottom is because we already saw what happened. Why Raw for? It's not giving me any reason to watch it. It's it's already the same thing as today. The only thing that I want to see is the jet picks. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, there is. (laughs) We do apologize. Holy Jesus. We do worst internet providers on the planet. Massive delay. That's worth watching, though. That's but that's worth watching. It's worth watching. I I honestly feel that way. That's uh, fine. <laughs> Mike Brose hit a freaking solo home run off a raw this day, a two to one lead. Wow! Wow! Good freaking lord! I did not see that. Hey, that would be pretty damn cool. Wow! 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 Good lord! What a sport for tonight! Wow! Do you know there's boxing on tonight? <laughs> oh, God, good Lord. I... <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. We're going to – this has turned into a natural disaster. So we're going to end this end this disaster for this evening. Daryl, where can the fans find you on social media? Daryl left. Okay. I guess we're going to end this with me. You can find me on social media at S. Mulehausen. It's right there. At S. Mulehausen JR. You can find me on Instagram. S. Mulehausen MMA. You can find. Make sure you like the walk I called. Actually, do apologize. All right. Let's see. All right. We'll go. Let me write all those. 
What if heavy machinery goes to Raw? That's how they take the briefcase off of Otis. That is from Matt Ward. Well, apparently Otis is getting taken to court. So... You can technically do that. You can technically... Are we back? Oh, nice to see you. Are we back on actual time? I think we are. Okay, cool. What I, was responding. I was responding to your questions right away, and I'm like, okay, no <laughs> response? What's happening? <laughs> what if heavy machinery goes to Raw, and that's how they take the briefcase from Otis? I don't hate it. But they already said that Otis is going to SmackDown. Did they? Yeah, that he was one of the draft picks. Okay, then. Just Otis, though. Not Tucker. Then where is Tucker going to go? Who knows? He'll probably get drafted in the after uh, the post show. Did you know there's boxing today? I did not know that, no. Emmanuel Navarrete. What, what channel? ESPN. I'm watching uh, the rest oh. of the Louisville-Georgia Tech game. And apparently, I forgot. I thought their fight was tomorrow. You've never seen Emmanuel Navarrete, Navarrete, ladies and gentlemen. Holy Christ, he is phenomenal. Me, his second fight at 126, fighting for the featherweight, for the WBO featherweight championship of the world. And that's after college football here on ESPN. Okay. But, cool. I got boxing to watch tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not watching any more combat sports today. I am going to drink beer and just drink some more beer. I'm going to drink some, actually, some drinking out the Crown Royal Apple Ooh. and watch some boxing tonight. Or watch, watch the rest of the Heat Lakers game, one or the other. I have no wife or children until Sunday or Monday. So I think I'm going to sit in my own and just watch TV. Loving the life. Loving your best life, Steve. Well, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to work. I work today during the day. I got to work tomorrow. Man, I got to work that horrible UFC show tomorrow night. Man. It's Good like luck a, to you. It's like a no-name card. Like, I love fights. It's just hard to get up for some of these fight night cards. Like the main event's cool. Marlon Marias, Corey Sanhagen. It's a cool main event. It's cool. yeah. Like the fight is the fight is the fight is good, but it's just until then it's just like Edson Barboza's on the card. Edson Barboza's always exciting. So it's like okay, he's there, but it's like it's just like it's one of those like fight nights where. It's not just it's not fun. Like last week was cool because I, I love Holly Holm. My wife loves Holly Holm. And so it's like those are fun. I know like those articles are gonna do well. People are gonna read it. And it's just it gets a little like it when you know like no one. And I'll I'll reveal a little bit the cat out. I'll reveal some of the secrets. It's a a fight card like this isn't gonna do well. No. You know, I hate saying that. I want every fight card to do awesome traffic-wise. That only helps combat sports, and it only helps people get jobs. You know, I'm like, I, I want that to happen, of course. I want people to get jobs. I want viewership to be off, like, through the roof. 
But, you know, that's usually doesn't happen, unfortunately. And it is what it is, I guess. But, no, it's a decent, it's a good fight tonight on ESPN. It may no never ready. And then you got UFC tomorrow. Yes. But that's why I am home alone. It's really, it's not as fun as people make it out to be. It's really not. And I'm already, like, extremely lonely. Sometimes just relaxing, you know. Drink a few beers, watch some sports, chill on the couch. Now, I don't say this because she's my wife. I don't. I'm not like that. Rah, rah type of guy. I actually like drinking with my wife. She's actually a pretty, A, because she can drink. Good Lord. She can hang with the best of them. But yeah, it's just not the same. To be a nurse, you have to be. Oh, my God. My God, yeah. The stories I can tell you would just, oh, like, dude, the stories would blow your mind away. I can only imagine, just because my friend used to be a paramedic, and his stories were wild. I can only imagine if he was only a paramedic. And that's not discrediting any paramedics. They do a great job. But the nurse's story are probably more wild than that. Dude, they, it, it, like, these stories like I hear when she comes home, just, it's not every shift, but it's, it's Most. pretty often, yeah. And it's like, she tells me these stories, and I'm just like, you know, especially with everything going on with COVID. And it, I was already very proud of my wife, but it's like the, I'm proud of her in the fact that she drives 45 minutes and she has, I still got to send you a picture of the mask. I got to find it in my phone. I'll send it to you tonight. If I, if I find it All right, cool. and you know, the, what she goes through in these 12 hour shifts, three nights, a, sometimes even she'll work over. I'll work four nights a week and it just blows my mind away. And, you know, I have so much more respect for, and I've always respected police officers and, you know, firefighters and nurses and doctors. But, you know, with everything going on in the world, and yes, I know there's bad seats. There's bad nurses. There's bad doctors. There's bad police officers. There's bad firemen, firefighters. But, you know, more often than not, there's more great seeds than there are bad seeds. There's the size of the rotten apple is very, very small. I want to make that perfectly clear to everybody. But it's a hard job, man. And I hear these stories, I hear, especially with COVID, it blow it would blow your mind away, these stories, man. So, you know, to all the first and I'm not saying because it's my wife, but man, she can drink, man. Get back to that. She can drink. Like That's I said, any any first responder has to have the stomach for it. They can drink like nobody's business just because they have to. Like my grandfather was a Chicago fireman. Now, always remember, it's in God rest his soul, a fantastic man. And just these stories he would tell me. because I The bar he used to go to is still there. Like the, it's the same owner. It's the owner's son. Like I know the son. I've known the family for God, like 30 years. And 
me and him will just swap stories still. Like we still talk and everything. So it's like, but they would drink, man. God, we would, I'd go there as a little kid. He'd take me there. And oh my God, man, police officers, these firemen. It's like, good freaking Lord, man. No freaking way. Not a chance. Not at all. Not at all, man. Nobody can keep up. No, but I, man, I miss like, yeah, I just kind of do. Like, I don't like drinking by myself. Like, it's just not very fun. Like, I'll drink, like, if I'm by myself, I'll drink maybe like just a glass of like whiskey or something just to relax or something. That's about it. I'm not going all out. Two outs. The Rays are one out away from upsetting the Yankees. Who had this in their scorecard? Not me. Wow. I just had the under. And you know what? It go hit. It's going to hit, my friend. The Yankees are going to lose. Good Lord. I did not see this one coming. No, you didn't. I did not. I thought the, I thought the Yankees would have won tonight. Just the way they played yesterday, they played they played really well yesterday. Yeah, but like I said before, Tyler Glass. Now, I told you, man, his stuff oh, is the good. The game is over. Tyler Glass, now, man, I'm telling you what he what he did today. Two days rest. He has the stuff to do it. Like he's one of the more underrated pitchers in baseball, man. He has the stuff to do it. It is just so impressive. Georgia Tech going to beat Louisville. 39-27. Georgia Tech. Oh, man, they are putting a beating. The game is over. Ooh. Everything ending over. Everything is ending, sir. Everything is ending, but no. Let me get my money. <laughs> and we will – we got these questions to answer, and we're just sitting here. Matt Ward, I wanted the New Day to have a reign like the Shield where all three have the titles at the same time. Didn't they have that, though, when Kofi was the champion? Didn't Big E and – I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. One second. I want to say yeah. I thought I thought Woods and Biggie. Yeah, they did. They had to. There's no way they're gonna go that long with not them having the titles. So For you. people wondering, 66-62. The Heat over the leg in the. Only LeBron James, which is <laughs> go from about 30 feet and just pop a three. Good Lord. And then some horrible defense. Horrid defense by the Lakers. Good Lord. Yeah, the Lakers defense isn't the greatest thing in the world. When the Lakers want to play defense, the Lakers can play defense. Seen it the other night. Good Lord, just call the foul. Good Lord. Poor Dwight. Did, did you find it? 
Yeah, no, they were not champs at the same time. The Usos were the SmackDown champs at the time that Kofi was champion. <laughs> For the whole entire reign? Wow. Okay. So they never had that full moment. Yeah, that's when they beat. Because that was WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, Kofi beat Brian, obviously. Yeah. Usos beat Aleister Black, Ricochet, Rusev Nakamura, and the Bar. Now, so the New Day never. So throughout Kofi's reign, Woods and Big E never won the won the tag belts. They had six months. I'm I'm taking a look at all the until he lost it. Let's just make sure here before we let's keep Matt Lloyd flexible. Because I find it I find it so fascinating that yeah the next pay per view Money in the Bank they won why did it skip so much Jesus. Ugh. I mean, the, look, look at LeBron. They didn't make it that time. Hey, Anthony, this is the one thing I hate about Anthony Davis. You're 6'11. Why are you not playing under the basket? Poor Dwight Howard's there by himself with four other guys. Good Lord. That's just terrible. Good Jesus. While you're looking at that, let's answer Kevin Palmer. Braun Strowman needs to be put out, needs to be out of the title picture right now. This match makes no sense. He should not be in this storyline. It just buries Jey Uso. Exactly. Um, you were correct, sir. The New Day did hold the tag titles along with Kofi at one point. Extreme Rules. They did beat uh, Brian and Rowan, who were the champs, and Heavy machine, Machinery. And a triple threat match. And the same card, Kofi beats Samoa Joe for the WWE title. Okay, I, th- I, I thought so. Um, thank you for the clarification, sir. Um, I agree it. with Ke- Kevin. Thank you for leaving a comment. Matt Late, thank you for leaving comments as well. Um, no, I agree here with, in regards to Strowman. I, I have to think it's nothing more than like you said, Daryl, a ratings grab, ratings play, whatever you really wanna you wanna call it, I guess. I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of this idea, but I do I just think it insults the fans' intelligence in terms of we already know there's a universal title match at Hell in the Cell. If they use intelligence, maybe they're like, well, you know, if Strowman wins Reigns stays in match and it'll be a three-way or something along. Make it at least gotta give it something. Give it a hook. That's all you have to do. Give it a hook. That requires common sense. Which they don't have. Kevin Palmer, the Uso-Roman storyline has been great. The build is going oh my, it it succeeded my expectations. I wasn't expecting this to be this good. I know you've been in that same in that same sentiment as well is no one expected this program to go this well. No. If you thought this program was going to go this well, you're kidding yourself. Sorry. Or you're trying to sound like the smartest guy in the room when you're in reality, you're not. Oh. I'm not. I I was the first one to freaking debunk this nonsense. I thought it was pure nonsense. Boy, I, I thought I, it was going to be a one-off. 
I couldn't have been more wrong. I thought they were just going to do a one-off and call it a day. So did I. Not the only one, amigo. And I thought the same thing. And boy, was I proven wrong. We were proven wrong, Mr. Rivera. And that's a testament to them. They had enough faith in Jey Uso to be like, hey, you know what? That we there's we can get more legs out of this. And you know what? They've kept the people's attention. And that's all they had to do. That's all they had to do. They knew they realized the match at um at the last paper was better than expected. They have something here. Run with it. And you know what? Adding the I quit match, and this is something we didn't talk about. Adding the I quit stipulation. That adds more intrigue to it. Yeah. Like, obviously, I still think Roman's going over. I don't see a scenario where Uso's going over. <laughs> no disrespect, Matt. But this adds the possibility of Jay maybe turning heel. It does. It does. Well, I think it is interesting. You know, everything is well so far, though. I will definitely admit that. So, Matt Ward with so with Dominic and Ray going to SmackDown. Do you think Murphy stays on Raw with Aaliyah as his valley? Well, we don't know yet if Murphy is going. Murphy was eligible tonight, and Murphy did not get drafted, which surprised me a little bit. You would think after what happened on Raw, he would be one of the televised picks instead of you know maybe Naomi. Dana Brooke. I'm just spinning out names here. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I was quite proud of that. Right. Um, I'm going with you. It appears that's where they're going, which I'm okay with. I I don't really have a. I think the way they've handled this storyline, I think it's been done very well. It's one of the one things they haven't really royally screwed up. And they just dragged it for too long. See, I don't think so. They normally do do that, though. I mean, you're not wrong there, but I just feel like, you know, people are interested in this angle. For some reason, people like romance. I want to see it. When you tug on emotional heartstrings, people have an attachment to that. They don't do that enough. Like, look at the storyline with Reigns and Uso. They're doing it there. And then this angle with Rollins and the Mysterios and Murphy and everything, and they're doing that here. So keep doing it. If people, if people like it, yeah. If people like it, obviously keep it going. But I'm just like, the only thing I'm saying is the Murphy-Seth Rollins rivalry did not need the Mysterio name in it. That's all I'm saying. Mm-mm. Rollins and Murphy by themselves could have done it perfectly fine. Here's this is just one. Hulk Hogan is going to I just had to put that there. That's funny. <laughs> Why not? Number one pick. Number one pick is the all Hulkster brother. Look at the heat up six. Keep it going. Keep it going. I seriously thought the Heat were going to buckle. Give me the money. I seriously thought they were just going to, they were going to crumble. I told you. 
I'm very don't, surprised here. Don't count them out. Do not count the Heat out. They're a better team that they make they make themselves seem to be. They're good defensive but if, team. But if you're... They got the dual threat of Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler. Because Hero can shoot the three. That man can shoot the rock. That kid is younger than I am. I'm getting to that age where everybody in sports is younger than I am. It's weird. But he's, 20, he's 20, right? He's 20 years old. What were you doing at 20? Just going to Elmhurst, trying to be a teacher, which failed epically because I realized I didn't want to be a teacher, and playing ball. Baseball at Elmhurst College. <laughs> yeah, that sounds sad. <laughs> Why do you say that for? Huh? Why do you say that? The sad part? Yeah. Oh, if only you knew how the uh, baseball program was at Elmhurst. I didn't mean that. It wasn't terrible. It was just coaching wasn't the greatest. No. Like, there were some coaches that I got along with that I'm probably friends with Facebook and stuff, but there are some coaches that I was like, I can't play for you, man. This sucks. Kind of ruined the experience, but some, some parts were good. Some parts were not. So you would not recommend going to Elmhurst College? Um, no, actually. Because Elmhurst, Elmhurst College is actually pretty good. The teachers are, were good as a school, as a, you know, I just went there for all the wrong reasons. I went there for baseball. I didn't go for the education part. But the education programs and everything were actually a lot better than I thought they were going to be. We're just sitting here BSing. We're looking through our questions here, and we're just talking. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit on this Friday. If you're if you're watching live, watching via Facebook Live, it's easy, guys. Subscribe to the subscribe to the walkway. To, not subscribe. I'm thinking YouTube. Just like and follow the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook, and also give our reaction to the video. Now look it up right now. It's seventy eight seventy three heat. Four and a half minutes left, and Anthony Davis is damn sexy. Good Lord, the king of the universe. Good Lord. I wouldn't exactly call him sexy. Oh. I think he's a hell of a ball player, but. That unibrow is first world sexy. Come on. If if you were able to grow one of those unibrows, you know you would do it. Hell no. <laughs> no? Hell no, I would not do it. You're a liar. I'm not lying. I would not do that. <laughs> Oh, the Lakers almost tied the game. And the Lakers down one. Woo-hoo. I want the Lakers to do this for the Mamba. They can win in six. That's fine. I just I need the wife, to win. I told my wife last night. Because she's like, what are you going to do tomorrow night? Like, so what are you going to do for the podcast? I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch the game. And she's like, the game? I'm like, oh, yeah, the finals. I'm like, Lakers. She's like, ah. She's like, fuck the Lakers. And I'm like. Bro, listen. I'm like normally, I would have agreed with that sentiment, but I loved Kobe. It's just because he had that like Jordan mentality current to another level. Like that guy would have ripped out your heart and stomped on it if that meant he could win more championships. That's how much he wanted to win. If he could step on your neck and just keep twisting and pull your heart out at the same time and beat you with it, and you'd still get to be alive, he would do it. Love that. The drive and the will to win. And because you don't see it, 
don't know if it's just me. You watch a lot of basketball. You're an athlete. You don't get athletes like that anymore. Oh, nobody, nobody. Kobe was just built differently. Kobe, MJ, they were built differently. I'm not saying that Kobe was better than MJ. I'm not saying that Kobe's better than LeBron. I don't want to get in that debate because that debate is stupid. No, we're not getting into that debate. No, no, that debate is stupid. I'll say right now it's two different eras. You can't compare them. You know, and it's kind of like this just happens at Hulk Hogan's yeah. right here. And you look at, like, and let's turn this about the way into wrestling. You look at Hogan. And, yes, how does this compare to – how does Hulk Hogan compare to this? Wrestling's about – back at that time, 70s, 80s, 90s, that first decade in the, 2000, in the, in the 2000s, it was cutthroat as cutthroat can be. It was about maintaining your spot, making the most money, nope. keeping keeping yourself in the limelight. There was not a more of a shrewd businessman than Hulk Hogan. And if Hulk Hogan could do, Hulk Hogan was the Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan of professional wrestling. It's not gonna work for me, brother. Not gonna work for me. I remember. And this is when I ordered, I established a relationship with Eric Bischoff. And the second time he chatted, because he was like, oh, you know, what do you want to talk about that? And I'm like, if you don't buy him, whatever. I'm like, even if he said no, I would have asked a couple of Hogan questions anyway. And I'm like, you know, because the interview was based on um, he was coming here to do, uh, it was an 83 weeks podcast combined with what happened when I'm with Tony Schiavone and it was the first time he was going to be seeing Tony in in years and there was heat there and to- I had talked to Tony a couple days beforehand and Tony was fucking ready to spit fire at Bischoff and I'm like well but I don't know I'm going to ask you some questions about Hulk and just like the perception of him and blah 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 he's like yeah he's like hey. he's, I'm like I can ask away, right? He's like, you ask whatever you feel like you need to ask. He's like, we got a good report. I'm like, all right, cool. And man, I asked. I'm like, I'm just gonna. I, it was more than halfway through the interview. And I'm like, hey, I'm like asking about the politics of the Hogan. Da da da. He, he admitted. He's like, you're gonna find a more of a, a, a better businessman than Hulk Hogan. And then he did the old. It doesn't work for me, brother. I forget what it was. Was wasn't it the first NWO when the, when he first brought it up to him? Because he denied it at first. He told me that. Yeah, he declined there, it first. There was like another instance of where when he brought it up, and it was. Oh my god, I'm having a brain cramp, but I remember it so the first time was that and he called it the Fu Manchu. He he would go like this. He was like he would stroke his thing. The Fu Manchu and he'd go, doesn't work for me, brother. I could totally think. The other time was when It was originally the program with Luger. And he where 
because you know like Luger won the title on that Nitro in Detroit, and yeah. then Hogan won because they were re- they were meeting at Hog Wild, and the, they were gonna keep the title on Luger for like a month was the original mindset of what they were gonna do, and then he won. Doesn't work for me, brother. Getting that title back on Saturday. Hmm. Right away. I laughed so hard. And it was the right move, if you really. Because the goal was Hogan and Sting, which we will be doing at the end of the year. I I want to do a watch along for that, because that, yeah. that whole pay-per-view, holy shit. I just remember... The most anticipated wrestling match in the 90s, in my opinion. I remember I did not watch it live. I had, there was a death in a family, and the, everything was like out in Rockford, like a little town outside of Rockford called Byron, Illinois. And I was there for a few days. So I came home like two days later. And oh my God, I had all my buddies over. We all made a pact. We always watch all the papers in my house. We're like, hey, let's not watch. Like, we'll all watch it together. Oh my God. We like cried. Because of the incompetence. <laughs> we all knew when we were 16, we're like, this ain't going to last too much longer. Did you ask Bishop about that one? No. I've listened to his podcast about it, and he defends it to the fucking. He defends Hogan on that. He, he takes the sole responsibility. He bears. He puts it all on him, which is he's going to do that. I get it. But. I kind of don't. Part of me buys it, and then part of me is like, he does a lot of protecting them. And I, they're friends, and I get it. Um, Let's see. Oh, a response to our Kane and Lita question earlier about marriages. Kane and Tori. God, I forgot about Tori. Good Lord. Yeah, Kane and Tori, Kane and Lita. If you go one down, comment Matt Ward. Says Mike Noss and Kelly Kelly. Can I get there? Good Lord. I got the list. I didn't have to do my homework. Matt Ward did it for me. Kane and Lita. Mike Knox. Wow. Forgot all about that. My God, this game has turned into no one knows how to play defense. Not defense. No one knows how to score points. 82-78. The Miami Heat. Anybody took the over on this? No. I don't know. I imagine people. I think it was two. It was two twenty last time I checked. Oh, I didn't even see it that line. Two eighteen? No, two fifteen. Two fifteen and a half. Was the last I seen it, but that was like yesterday. I didn't look today. I'm just shocked the heater in this game. My mind is just like, whoa! Was not expecting Miami to be in this game. Not at all. Nice block. I'm now definitely going to pour myself some whiskey. Watch the game. All right, let's. We got a couple more questions. We'll roll through these questions here. Matt Ward, hell, even impacted the same Beauty and the Beast angle with the piss. See, I just don't watch enough. Man, the Lakers guys, Lakers are just chucking threes like it's. 
and one of the best post guys in basketball and Anthony Davis and the best driver to the basket. <laughs> Go to the fucking basket and just, you got LeBron. I just think this is kind of simple, but what, what the hell do I know about basketball? I'm just a journalist. <laughs> yeah, I'm next. But no, um, who was Abyss with? I don't even know. I think it was a. I don't remember the whole Beauty and the Beast. I don't remember who it was with. I don't either. Kevin Palmer, what did you guys think of the Mac Hip Toss last night in the Bears game? Ooh. <laughs> Loved it. Awesome, dude. That was it's a good little freaking judo toss. That's an A, some, some A plus stuff there. Loved it. Some A plus stuff there from the great Khalil Mack. What brand do you think would draft him? I would want Khalil Mack on NXT. I don't want him anywhere in Raw or SmackDown. Nope. They would not know how to use him. Ryan Roycroft. Thumbs up. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate Somebody it. Somebody of mine. So thanks, Ryan, for watching. Thanks for watching, man. Appreciate it. At Ward, it was a mid-card match for Wrestle Kingdom when they had their Texas match. Yeah, Mox. Moxley and Archer, yeah. I marked out. Let me ask you this. What did you think when they had Tanahashi? Oh, it was huge. That's when I texted you. I'm like, NJ, like New Japan, AW? What? I watched it when Thursday, yesterday afternoon. You texted me. Nice. Oh, that's a bad call, but okay. My God, the NBA. There's no way that was a foul. But okay. Who scored? Uh, Duncan Robinson. That was a bad call. Didn't even touch, he didn't even touch him. Did the old flopperoonie. I hate the I NBA. Wish, I wish the NBA can do reviews on flopping right in front of the ref. If you flop, you get ejected. Get out. The NBA is so damn awful when it comes to flopping. Good Lord. Good freaking Lord. That is some freaking hogwash. But no, I got, I marked out. I'm not going to lie. It was some cool shit. It really was. Hey, they gave the Lakers a call. But no, it was cool the fact that we saw him on there. It was cool they were talking about. I know with Moxley and Archer, it was just to advance the storyline. And. They was that a lot of that audience watches New Japan and vice versa, and you know, so that was the right call. But you know, Jericho wanted people, and he's very well respected in New Japan. Does it mean that they're going to have a relationship? No. Um, Harold May is there till October the twenty third. I know there's. I've talked to some people at AEW. They're very happy Harold May is going to be gone. That was part of a lot of the problem. And why that relationship deteriorated before it could ever even get started. So Harold May started getting blamed for a lot of things that ended up being right. He let go of Kenny Omega. He felt Chris Jericho wasn't worth the money they were paying him. And there's kind of a little synopsis there, but, and that's unfortunate. 86, 82, the Miami heat. My God, Jimmy Butler, that is a great pass. Not the world's biggest Jimmy Butler guy, but I mean, 
Do you agree with Gar Pax when they said that you can't build a team around Jimmy Butler? Please tell me now. Not anymore. Where's the goaltend? Wow. What I call it. Lakers, the Heat up eight. No, up six. Going into the fourth. But, nah. Do I think someday it's going to happen? Yeah. Not, like I told you yesterday, it's going to be, it's more of an, it's more of, it's not an if, it's just more of a when at this yeah. point. It, it would benefit both sides highly. Yeah. Give the, give New Japan exposure over here. And it, I mean, New Japan has the talent to make a WrestleMania caliber event happen with AEW very easily. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, one hundred and fifty percent. Omega wins the tournament and beats Mox for the title. As the cleaner cleaning his demon of losing to Mox, I dig it. I dig it. We've been waiting for a Kenny Omega heel turn for a while now. He's been teasing it left and right. I think this is his best persona. Yet, this is when Omega was making five-star matches left and right as the cleaner. Fans are asking for it, and AEW has a tendency of giving it to them. I think it happens. I like it. That's the one thing I really think AEW does better than everybody else is that they will give – they do give – more than people expect. Yeah. Uh, and that is my honest opinion on that. But I there's gonna be a point Omega's gonna win the title. I've said I've been under the assumption that Moxley got the title that I would have him lose it to Omega. It's just a matter of one. Yeah. It, it's not gonna happen at full gear because the finals don't even happen no full gear. So probably like revolute whatever the February pay-per-view will be. I think well it's how they're gonna do it, and I think that makes the most sense. And you can do an Omega Moxley build for a couple months, and I, it would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I would say it for double or none, personally. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if they can get that far. Douglas Williams. Douglas, thank you for leaving a question. You think Bailey will go to Raw? No. You know what? That would make a ton of sense. It would have if she would have lost the title tonight, which she didn't. So, why would you draft Bailey, the SmackDown champion, to a brand that already has Asuka? I would. That's my only question about that. If Asuka lose the title, to who? You can work out a trade. I don't think it's the worst. But what's the point of a draft if you're going to trade? See what I mean here? You can't trade. You drafted Asuka. If we're going based on the draft, you drafted Asuka ahead of Rollins. Because you're not trading Reigns to Raw. If you trade Asuka for a random pick that they picked in the back, Makes no sense in the storyline and the draft is just a bunch of BS that ended up happening. Which is what we all think. But for storyline purposes, it's what we're looking at. 
I personally wouldn't go with Bailey to Raw because it just creates more more confusion than there already is. I don't think you can go wrong with either argument, but like that gives me of like not learning. She's not going to go. Yeah. We shall see. And we'll end with this. At word, Evil Uno and Orange Cassidy tweeted about NWG and New Japan events like World Tag League and Battle of Super Juniors. I think they're, I've seen those. I think they're both, they hear all the chatter. I think it's just more them stirring the pot. I think these things can happen. I'm not trying to like, you know, but with COVID and traveling to Japan, I don't think they're going to be taking foreigners right now. Unless they're willing to quarantine for two weeks or they come up with some type of agreement. Um, which I, as of right now, I am told there is no agreement. So yeah. we shall see on that one. But can I see that someday? Absolutely. I absolutely can and we will end with that what a great show tonight you can we went three hours and 17 minutes oh holy christ daryl where can the fans find you on social media right down here at dy what 21 uh that's my twitter and then on instagram you can follow me on daryl 17 rivera that's about it okay not much of the social media aspects of things. Right there, Esmealhausen JR. You can find me on Instagram, Esmealhausen MMA. You can find the Walkway to Fight Club on Facebook. Is just type in the Walkway to Fight Club. Of course, you're watching on Facebook Live. It's simple. Just like it, like the page, follow the page, leave a reaction to the video, and a couple more followers and likes this week. So thank you so much. That's greatly appreciated. You can find us on YouTube. Just type in if you're watching on YouTube. It's easy. Subscribe to the channel, like the video. Same thing on. Or just type in the Walkway to Fight Club. Bam, subscribe to the channel, and you're all set to go. Daryl, where can they find us on Instagram? Instagram is Walkway to Fight Club, all lower caps. So just type in, look for the logo on the bottom here, and then you'll find our page. Follow it, subscribe as we post news about wrestling, MMA, boxing, whatever we can, on a timely manner, as quick as possible. So follow, share, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, whoever. Tell your Just tell enemies. them to follow anybody. Follow anybody. You can follow, and you, the podcast will be available tomorrow morning on all your favorite social, on your favorite podcasting platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music. We're on now. So we're on Amazon. So just click that, go to Amazon Music. Bam, we're right there. So make sure you guys do that as well. Rate, review, subscribe, and download. It would mean a lot. Greatly appreciated. We'll give a final score here. The Heat right now are up 11, 93-82 to 82 over the Lakers. I did not see this coming. So it looks like we're going to get a diamond as soon as I say that. LeBron James. Good Lord, LeBron. You're awesome. But we will end with that. I'm Steven Milhausen. That is Daryl Rivera. We will see you guys Monday night. Peace.